Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky Situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I'd like to talk to you about really making behavior change stick. I know many of you are still thinking about creating change in your life as we embark on a new year, as we are coming out of the COVID doldrums and wanting more in our lives. And you may be even feeling frustrated that you haven't already made changes that feel important to you. Much of what I want to share with you is rooted in science. It is the foundation of my educational background and of my health and wellness career. Behavior change is grounded in theory and practice. And personally, I have worked many years with people specifically quit smoking, lose weight, and reduce stress in their lives. And the components for change, what it really comes down to are motivation and confidence. And I believe that when people set out with New Year's resolutions or goals for themselves, they haven't really done the pre-work. They make a declaration on New Year's Day that they want to lose 20 pounds. And they haven't really given much thought and preparation to the specifics of that goal. This is what I want to dive into today with you to really make the changes that you'd like to see in your life accessible for you. So I mentioned motivation and confidence as being key ingredients to change. And when I say motivation, it has to do with both What's your motive and how motivated are you? And your confidence has to do with your belief about your capabilities to undertake that change. Both of these concepts are part of motivational interviewing, which is a skill that counselors, coaches, behavior change experts use when working with clients. So when you are preparing to make a change in your life, you will need to be willing, ready, and able to embark on that change. If any of those aspects are missing, the change is likely to not stick. So by willing, I mean it's 
you know, something about you that has become so concerning, it's preoccupying your thoughts. You spend a lot of time judging yourself, worrying about that. And there's this discrepancy between your reality and what your ideal is for yourself. So a simple example of that might be drinking alcohol more frequently or in higher amounts than you're comfortable with. So you might spend a lot of time, you know, wishing you hadn't drank so much over the weekend or wish you hadn't drank every day of the week or wish you uh, could cut back. And you're spending a lot of time in that thought space without really making the change to the ideal. And the ideal might be limiting to a couple of drinks on the weekend or limiting to just social occasions or whatever um, the ideal you have for yourself with regards to alcohol consumption might be. So there's a discrepancy between how you're actually living and what your ideal for your life would be. And when that thought is becoming so invasive, it's preoccupying you and it's concerning to you, then you probably are willing to look at making a behavior change. Being ready is the next key ingredient. So recognizing what it is that you would like to change and knowing that it is a priority. So if you're looking to the new year and you want to lose weight, you want to cut back on drinking, you want to have less stress in your life, you want to find a new job, most likely if you haven't prioritized one of those things that you're looking to change, none of it will change. So the thing that you're most eager to shift in your life really should be the priority, and that's being ready. And finally, are you able to make the change? Do you have confidence in your ability to make the change? Do you have the knowledge and skills necessary to get started with that? When I say that having confidence is key to being able, your confidence will fluctuate as you embark on behavior change. So it's not a an all or nothing or an ever-present uh, ingredient. Expecting that your confidence will shift is par for the course. So as you look at whether or not you're willing, ready, and able to make change in your life, there's some simple things that you can do to determine whether or not you have those ingredients. First, you might want to write out what it is that you don't like or want any longer in your life. So for example, if you are uncomfortable with your weight, writing out, I'm no longer comfortable in my body. I'm disappointed that my pants don't fit. I feel sluggish and tired throughout the day. Whatever it is that having that extra weight is 
making you feel like you want to let go of or no longer want in your life, write it out. This is an opportunity to really be true and vulnerable and transparent so that you can release and connect with what it is that you don't like about this thing that you want to shift. Then you could think about writing out what would make it better and why. So I would feel better about my weight if I was physically active three times a week. I would feel better about my weight if I took a walk every day after work. I would feel better about my weight if I ate less sugar. As you pinpoint your readiness to change, And knowing that you have prioritized your goal, take a look at what you stand to benefit by pursuing this behavior change and what are the consequences if you don't change. So using that same example of losing weight, what would you benefit? You might benefit by having more energy. And then what are the consequences if you don't? Well, if you don't lose weight, maybe the consequences are you're not able to be active on a vacation that you've planned. To help build your confidence, one easy approach is to focus on past successes that you've experienced in your life. Taking time to complete an inventory of goals that you've accomplished that at one point seemed out of reach can do wonders to boost your confidence. Looking to resources that provide hope and inspiration is another way to build your confidence. When you connect with content and material that feels supportive for your journey, You have flashes of hope and inspiration that can sustain you. Again, it's expected to have your confidence waver and knowing that you have a list of past successes that you can reference or resources and tools that can bring you hope and inspiration can do a lot to boost your confidence uh, when you need it. Another helpful tool is to look at what has helped you in the past. So if you've been successful at weight loss before, what was it that was helpful? Did you have a buddy? Did you have a support group? Did you use an app? Did you commit to a specific regimen? So knowing what has helped you in the past can be a great reminder for what can help you with the present goal. Knowing your why for change can be one of the biggest motivators to help you stay the course. Really connecting to and understanding your why, your values, your desire for change can be incredibly powerful. So when I worked with people who were looking to quit smoking, one of the very first exercises we did was this self-reflection of why do I want to quit smoking? 
want to quit smoking so that I can breathe easier, so that I can feel better, so that I don't smell badly, so that I have energy to play with my children, so that I don't die prematurely. Really looking at all of the reasons why you want the change and taking the time to capture those and to reference them when you need a boost is really critical. I encourage you to spend a lot of time on knowing your why for change so that you have that as your guidepost to keep you propelling forward. Know why we desire to change, that we know our reasons for change, and that we believe that we have the ability to change. We are strengthening our commitment to change. That commitment will be critical to your success as well. So if I were facilitating a group of people in a behavior change program today, I would start with helping participants understand what it is that they would like to change, why that change feels so important in their lives right now. I would help them to establish their confidence in their ability to change, their belief in their ability to change. I would do a values exercise to see what it is that they value most in life, to see how those values tie into the ideal that they hold for themselves. And it's only after this preparation that we would start to look at the plan for change. Again, if you started out the new year and you may already be uh, dismissing that resolution you could have set for yourself, here's an opportunity to zoom back out and to do the groundwork so that you have a stable and solid base for your change to actually stick. A fun way to think about getting to this new place in your life is to start with the big picture. So maybe the goal is to lose 20 pounds, but the big picture has to do with so much more. The big picture might be designing your ideal day. How do you want to feel when you wake up? Where do you want to be? What do you want to be wearing? Who do you want to be with? What do you want to eat? What do you want to do? How does your workday flow? What do you do for fun? How much sleep do you get? Really dreaming, filling an entire page's worth of what your ideal day would hold. And that's establishing the big picture for yourself. And from that, zooming into the specific goal that you have in front of you. I know that SMART goals are thrown around a lot, but they are still very worth a mention here because you might be hearing it differently. Something might click in you differently. And sometimes I take for granted what people actually already know. And sometimes it's just great to have a reminder to help you with your course. I'll use an example of a weight loss program that I used to facilitate. My participants 
all started with the goal of losing 7% of their body weight within the first 16 weeks of our program. And so often people would do the quick math. And so, for example, a 160 pound person might only need to lose 11 pounds in 16 weeks. And they think that's such a small goal that doesn't feel like it's a big enough impact. I'd rather go for something bigger. But what the science in this evidence-based program suggests is that is a sustainable, long-term, ideal goal. Small changes have a huge impact over time. And so it's not going out with the all-or-nothing approach from day one but it was setting this specific 7% weight loss goal. That's the S in SMART specific. Measurable. They know when they would achieve that goal. In this example, it's when that person would lose 11 pounds. It's actionable. They know what steps they need to take. In the example of this program, the physical activity goal was 150 minutes per week. So they knew that taking action in the form of getting 150 minutes of physical activity each week would be a way to know whether or not they were on track with that goal. It was also realistic. As I mentioned, that was a reasonable amount of weight to lose in a four-month period. And it was time sensitive. They knew that in 16 weeks, the goal was to be achieved. We built in a lot of accountability. This was a group-based program. Participants did private weigh-ins with me at the beginning of each session. We worked through expected barriers and challenges that might come up together and anticipated when they could be thrown off course and provided strategies and resources for when they were thrown off course to get back on track. Building in the buffers of knowing that there'll be setbacks and knowing that there's ways to get back on track really proved to be the difference maker in helping these participants lose the weight that they needed to lose for the sake of in their case, preventing type 2 diabetes. And finally, a step that's often missed is taking time to acknowledge successes along the way. It's so important to celebrate how far we've come when making behavior change to keep the momentum going. It's a great idea also to look forward to rewards for small milestones that are met. So with a five pound weight loss, what is it that you would like to do? Would you like to buy a new article of clothing? Would you like to treat yourself to maybe a massage? Celebrating your successes helps to boost your confidence to keep you going. It also reminds you of progress being made. So this was a lot to cover in a brief session, but I wanted to provide my take on what I have seen work with participants through both tobacco cessation, 
weight loss, and stress management programs. And I hope some of these nuggets prove to be helpful for you as well. If you don't have the accountability and support from others in your environment, I invite you to shoot me an email and share with me what your goal is. I would be happy to be that accountability buddy for you. Here's to healthy changes in 20... So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing, Any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.